what is going on everybody we are back tornado tag not podcast tornado tag uh this podcast, is the first 2015 yeah who, who does podcast who, anymore what jabronis do podcast anymore uh we do we're back oh, but yeah. Uh, if you're so, I'm gonna kind of do this in the beginning because people are like, "What? I don't get what's going on." So we used to do the Tornado Tag podcast. Um, we haven't done an episode in a year, something like that. Yeah, maybe longer. Um, we brought back Tornado Tag, but as a playlist on under my new channel, under my new podcast, the ABJ podcast. Um, we did not call in high school, not call in high school horror, Tornado Tag, banging beers, uh, truth behind illusion. Essentially, all of them are coming back um, starting 2024, except Truth Behind Illusion. Um, if you want to do a paranormal episode or talk paranormal, that could just be ABJ podcast. Come and talk spooky stuff. I'm down. I'll do it. Um, but the Tornado Tag podcast stuff, just recently, like middle of like the, towards the end of 2023, exploded on the audio platforms in Sweden. So everyone oh, listening in Sweden. Sweden. Thank you. We love okay. you. I love your fish, the candies. They're great. Um, so thank you guys so much for um, showing us love and support. I, th I thought to myself, well, how can we do this? So we're going to put this episode on the old Tornado Tag audio platform. In but then Swedish. also in Swedish, we're going to speak nothing in Swedish. I don't even know how to. Never mind. Um, but we're going to also uh, this is now going to be the audio side of things will be um, also on the ABJ podcast. So the ABJ podcast will be numbered by podcast episodes. So like interview with this person numbered the whole nine. If you see ABJ P, that's the, the an acronym. And then it'll say tornado tag, the, the title of the episode. All of these now will be audio on the podcast platform, as well as you can watch them on the YouTube channel, where it is live currently Thursday nights, 8.30 going forward, 8.30, 8.45-ish will be there every Thursday. There may be some days where maybe we move it to a Friday or we're off a Thursday because stuff happens on Thursdays, like fights in bars and stuff yeah. like that um so we will be Not there wrestling though wrestling never happens on Thursday. no wrestling in bars unless we're watching it on tv completely legally yes yes um <laughs> but there might be nights where we take the night off if that comes maybe we'll do it on a friday or something like that also if you're listening to the tornado tag podcast on this platform and you miss us so much that you keep want to keep watching we do have back episodes that were not audio only if you want to go back and check some of them out that we started on the youtube side of things uh we're not going to re-release those on audio if you want to go watch them on youtube they're there but from now going forward this will be audio and video and we're going to start it off with one of our popular episodes and the ones i have the most fun doing and that's our end of the year tt awards the tt awards are we go through this is gonna be mostly mainstream we used to do indie and stuff we may throw some indie people in there just to kind of break up some conversation throughout the episode but um yeah we're gonna have some fun thank you everyone for tuning in make sure you hit those likes buttons let's get the likes uh we'll set a goal or whatever maybe the goal will be 10 for our first episode back if we get 10 thumbs ups that'd be cool make sure you share this out tell your friends tell your bosses tell a wrestler tell your girlfriend uh bp will steal her that's just how he rolls see that's what oh, he does okay. if you have a girlfriend she's dead meat bp's gonna take her um uh you can see us uh doing commentary at places like the sanctuary we'll be doing commentary this saturday at the last ever appearance of uh, our event at the legendary hamburg field house um how crazy is that our voice is gonna be the last ones to call a wrestling match there they've gone from vince mcmahon and pat patterson to us 
No I think it's an upgrade. Not doing wrestling there anymore. I, I think it's an upgrade. I think it's an upgrade. I think we're going to kill it. Um, Pat Patterson, damn. Yeah. Pat Patterson, all right. Vince, he, he turned out to be a little weird. That Vince guy did some weird things. Yeah, yeah. Allegedly. A weird guy in wrestling. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get straight into it. Before we get, actually, before we get into it, BP, overall, 2023 wrestling, the landscape of wrestling. How did it sit with you? Were you were you good with it? Bad with it? High lows? Uh, I think I'm going into 24 with a sense of optimism. It, there's just so much, uh, and I, I I think I've said this in past years, and it's it's been a consistent climb now for a few years. But there's so much good stuff out there, and there's so much different stuff. Wrestling has never been as accessible as it is now, and is with such great variety you you literally have access to mexican wrestling japanese wrestling joshi japanese women's wrestling uh deathmatch wrestling you, you name it you there is a brand of if if, and if you like wrestling even a little bit there is a brand of wrestling out there for you and it's pretty accessible and it's pretty affordable i the the i think the biggest expense you're going to run into is if you buy a bunch of aw pay-per-views and and then you're if you're going to a lot of shows, but yeah. like there has never been a moment like, like there is now where there is so much good wrestling so readily available. It makes me think back to like when I was a kid and you would just go to the video store. <laughs> like that was the WWE Network before the WWE Network. If you had a video store that had wrestling tapes, and I would clear them out. Like if there's every any video store I ever went to, I I rented every wrestling tape they had, and now it's all on Peacock. Yeah, and it's it's amazing just how how good we have it now, how yeah. good we have it as wrestling fans is is insane. Well, I know it's not a category. We have disappointment of the year, but we don't have uh, what, what one of our favorite moments, I guess. Oh, we have moments in general, but maybe not our favorite. Yeah. But like overall, like. I know, you know, we play our bingo cards every year. We definitely had Vince McMahon was going to sell the company and then yeah. ran out of his own company. That was definitely, that was, that was, we seen that coming a mile away, right? Oh yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it, it was a roller coaster. There. It was like, oh, like, I think it was around this time last year, maybe a little, or this, or a little deeper into the beginning of 2023, where it was like, oh no, they're going to sell to the Saudis. And it's like, yeah. oh, that's yeah, something I want to support. Yeah. yeah. And no, now it's it's Endeavor. They've got their flywheel going. They've got Ari, um, and and Vince is still very much involved. But my impression is that Ari's whole thing is um, that he, he doesn't want the executives and the creative people to 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 kind of cross the streams. Where we're so used to Vince being like, I have to be in control of every aspect of of my company. Where Ari is going to say, okay, the creative people are going to do creative stuff. The business people are going to do the business stuff. And that's why Triple H is running creative. And that's why he's not on the chair or he's not on the board of directors anymore. So, yeah. And it's crazy. Uh, WWE went from the big heels. Yeah. AEW were the big faces. Then they swapped. Yeah. And then they kicked Vince out. And everyone's like, Vince, WWE's always been the best place of all time. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, it, it's Funny crazy to see the fans flip flopping a lot. Of, I hate this guy. He's a cancer. We should get rid of him. He shouldn't be in the business. And then his music hits Chicago and was like, we love him. Welcome back, baby. I always loved him. I always, I always loved him. I always loved him too. Um, yeah, we had backstage fights. 
We've had drama. Yeah, wrestling had, was fun again in 2023. Yeah, it was great. Wrestling went international this year, and it looks like that's going to be the path going forward where companies yes, are going to Australia and so. Germany and the UK. France. What a great time to be a wrestling fan. And I, I love that, especially because those international shows, because they don't get them all the time. They're not spoiled like a lot of American wrestling fans and even Canadian wrestling fans are. They those crowds show up and show up big, and I love it. I love those international shows. Not yeah. the biggest fan of like, oh, Australia, it's going to be at like two in the morning. I'm not the biggest fan of that, but um, why can't they just do it for our normal time? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we run the world. Come to, everybody come yeah. to the stadium at 1 30 a.m. for your wrestling, <laughs> so Americans don't have to inconvenience themselves yeah. to watch your stupid country's time zone. You know what I right. mean? Sorry, I love you, Australia. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have went to London if it wasn't for an Australian. So I love that guy. <laughs> Great country. It's a beautiful country. Uh, never We're going to do an entire episode about world wrestling all-stars and Rose McManus. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, well, let's get straight into it right away. First up, if you're in the chat, I'm not going to go through and read all the chats like I normally would on my live streams because this is audio only and I don't want to take too much away. But when we start talking about our picks, we will acknowledge the chat's picks and what you guys think as well and incorporate you guys. So please be patient. I'm not ignoring you in the chats, but it's kind of like the podcast side of things. When I'm doing a podcast, I'm doing an interview. I'm not going to interact too much with the chat unless I call for it. Um, so you guys can talk amongst each other and have conversations and hang out. You guys are very, very good at that. But more, not so much like the live stream when I'm watching Raw and SmackDown. And if you want to come watch Raw and SmackDown with me, I do that every time on th- uh, every day it's on too. So come hang out. Um, so it's a little different here for these podcast style deals, these deals. But I will engage with you guys. I promise I'm not ignoring you all all right so let's go right into it with the 2023 tt award for best non-wrestler best non-wrestler bp oh easy easy this is this is a, this is a runaway a shot. yeah roman reigns yeah acknowledge it's him clearly roman reigns yeah uh, next award right yeah, yeah. roman reigns barely wrestled you know what i mean best non-wrestler goes to the merch best merch sales roman yeah. reigns Highest paid, best merch. <laughs> Occasionally defends the title. Yeah. Uh, Cheats to win it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that was so, a good bit. So let's actually yeah. get into our picks. Uh, so I have three written down. I think you have a couple written down. Let's work backwards. Don't don't. Let's not bury the lead yeah. and say our number one pick. But we can kind of debate he, amongst the. Uh, he's not gonna. He's not gonna be my pick. But I, and, he, and he's finally getting his due. And I, I love that he's finally getting his due. But I gotta throw a uh, I gotta throw a bone to Adam Pierce. Adam yeah. Pierce is what I think a an authority figure should be in wrestling right now. It's not that over the top heel owner because Vince McMahon was so successful in that role that everybody Trust had to have a heel general manager, and now you have Adam Pierce who is believable. He knows that he can do comedy when the when the situation warrants it. He can be serious when the situation warrants it great he does a, such a great job that's a good pick that's a good pick well someone in the chat already says samantha irving got the snub she didn't from the abj that's my one of my she's picks mental. samantha irvin is the best ring announcer since howard finkel like yes. she is going to be legendary i mean justin roberts on AEW is fantastic as well but she has a great voice like she you'd actually she know who's voice. just as good and they're in the same company but two different brands I don't know her name, so I apologize. But the girl in NXT, she's fantastic too. 
I need to I need to get back in there. Yeah, I, I, listen, I just started watching it again. It's not bad. Did you have you? I first time I ever watched one of these matches. Have you watched one of these Iron penalty Survivor. box matches? Dude, no. they're fun. They're fun. It, it seems cool, but I I am always wary of any match besides maybe war games where it takes longer than say twenty seconds to explain the rules. I I feel that. The only bit I was going to have an issue with, and I was kind of talking about in the live stream, is uh, like you eat a finisher and then you take the pin and then you just like in the video game when you roll out and you just walk away. Like, <laughs> yeah. walk, you know what I mean? Like, you don't sell the finisher at all. It, it you gotta get to the me. Yeah. Uh, Smoky Mountain Wrestling, uh, promoted by a gentleman who shall remain nameless. Um, they did because they had the thrill seekers that Chris Jericho and Lance Storm. Yeah, and they their specialty match there. I think you only did it once or twice. Was a penalty box match, where yeah. if you got caught cheating, you would be put in the penalty box. So, <laughs> and then um, King of the Mountain had like a very similar yeah. thing in in TNA. But yeah, um, as far as others that might not be my pick, this is kind of the go to pick, uh, and he's always incredible. Paul Heyman, uh, I think you stole my number two. Always, we're both we're both Paul Heyman. It's always Paul Heyman. Uh, he's always up there. He's, he's been one. carrying, he's essentially been carrying this feud since Mania when the feud should have died and ended yeah. and nobody cared about it no more. And the only reason it's staying relevant is because of Paul Heyman. Yeah. And, and, and that's one of the reasons it's so easy for Roman Reigns to be more of a recurring character than a weekly character because you have Paul Heyman there just to be the anchor or not the anchor, but to be the, the steady force. Yeah. And I think we're both pretty firm on number one. Oh yeah, I'll say, yeah. I'll say my pick, and I know you're going to agree with me. Uh, we swerve when we drive, you know. Oh, and yeah, you don't yeah. even and you don't even drive, BP. That's why you I swerve because I'm, I'm not. You very still good swerve, driving. you know yeah. what I mean? Prince Nana just yes. uh, killing it. I mean, this is the most contagious thing in professional wrestling. The guy is a gem. Yeah, uh, it's it's been a good year for the embassy. Even even Jade Chung is back in TNA. It's a good yeah. year for the embassy. It's a good year for Prince Nana. And also, the layer the layer they just threw on the embassy where it's kind of like the devil's Adam Cole in the kingdom. Like that's the that's who the de- and then they're like, is it the Mogul Embassy? And we're like, I don't hate that idea. And yeah, you know, because everybody's itching. I, I not everybody, but and I'll I'm count me in the in this group. If I'm looking at guys, if you're taking that title off of MJF, who I would want to be the guy swerves at the top of that list yes we're dude i i kind of fantasy book this and and i'll run it by you because i think no i i'm kind of talking in the car on the way here i was like listen I've, I've been in a lot of locker rooms i've been in a lot of promotions but when i sit and talk wrestling with somebody i don't care who you are or what you've done you are one of my favorite minds of this business just as a fan you have an understanding what you say makes sense and i i genuinely cherish that you know what i mean so i think it literally i think mjf drops it soon probably yeah. i would say he drops it this next pay-per-view this especially, next show especially if that injury is legitimate yeah well not just the injury he's all, he's going around telling everybody that he's not signed in 2024 and he's still rolling with that angle so does I'm he do this whole i get beat up and i don't i'm not signed and where am i going to show up and kind of play the crowd a little bit but while he's doing that i think swerve is that guy who can take the title and roll with it and then when you get back to london in all in Swerve versus Osprey, and he comes out and says, "My house." And Swerve and and, and Osprey goes, "Whose house?" And then everyone, you know, what I mean, that's, like that's pretty good. I want that matchup. That, I want Swerve versus good. Osprey in London. 
that that is a that is a quality main event. Mm-hmm. That is a quality quality main event for All In London too. Because dude, yeah. London, when Swerve came out, I so I was like, yo, he's good, but I don't like it's. I don't think people are catching on to it. Like I still didn't buy into it. I just thought like, okay, a few diehards are into him. And then when I went to London, and he says who's like i just watched soraya do we are the champion and everyone was like into it and then it died off and then swerve came out and did his thing and that place went bananas first where i'm like wow that he has them like he he has the crazy so good so so good but yeah so prince nana for the win when i first seen him i was like yo who's this julius smokes (laughs) wannabe hey and and he and, and he won my heart like I was yeah. like, yo, he's just, but that's a thing. I cherish Julius Smokes as such an entertaining person ringside. Completely and he knows different how... table. Completely different ring of honor table. That's exactly. The but they're both goats. Like they're oh, both yeah. fantastic. They're if I'm comparing you to Julius Smokes, you mean something to me. You know what I mean? Because I love me some Julius Smokes. Also, the uh, thing they always remember with Nana, shoot Prince. Shoot Prince. <laughs> Is he really? Yes. Wow. Good for him. Um. Yeah, so everyone's in the chat is doing their 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 picks of the devil. Um, I agree. I think it's cold, but I, I this if it's swerve, I would not hate it. And I don't care anymore. It, it's gone on so long. I just want it to be over. Yeah, it has to. It has. It I has just, to come I to a head very soon. It, I it, I think they're feeling the same thing. I think just just after this week, the first promo fell so flat, and then the hangman jumping fell flat, and then the the saying it swerve. Pe- it peaked people's ears up again. Yeah. And, yeah, and now yeah. we're going into the, the, the winner of the gold bracket is a triple threat. Like we still don't know what this tournament does. Like, does it guarantee you a title shot? Well, is this... it's, no, it's for, there's that whole new title, the continental title. Yeah. But is that like the old heart classic where you just win the tournament that year? And then that, the winner... no, it's going to be for that, the new Japan strong title and the ring of honor title. It's going to be their triple crown. Interesting. I don't know. I hope but, it guarantees you a title shot. That's all I well, want. It, it, it's it's going to be its own champion. But then again, that's like kind of the last thing AW needs. Is another that's what I'm saying. Title. Like that's why like it should be like the Owen Hart Cup. You want a title, but it's not something you defend. It's every year you're you're the last Owen Hart champion, and then next right. year a new champion's crowned. Like no, I, I, I think I, if you win the tournament, you're the Triple Crown tournament that year, and next year somebody else gets it. I think the idea is with this uh, <laughs> this Triple Crown, it's going to be a title that's defended across AW, Ring of Honor, and New Japan. Yeah. All right, it's cool, but I just still I think a title shot should be in order and too many, um, too many yeah, too much. And, right. and I, I, round robins are fine, but it's also like it's a little convoluted. Again, simple wrestling should be very simple. Keep it keep it simple so your crowd can follow along. All right, let's go into the most underrated superstars superstar of twenty twenty three. I I have I have a few. I, I kind of went hard in the paint on this one, BP. I'll start off mine here. Um, but the only female on my list who I think is incredibly underrated and she proved to me again, why she is insanely underrated and how she should be booked more. And she's just so goddamn entertaining. Thea Hale, my God, is she good? She can wrestle. She, her facial expressions are fantastic. I know you don't watch NXT, but the yeah, new angle, the, 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 the new angle she's doing, like she's still like the bubbly, like you, and she's like excited, but now she's trying to act goth and sexy with JC or JC Jade. So she comes out and she's like trying and she's like mimicking her, like trying to do. And then halfway through her wrestling match, she gets excited and starts being goofy again, but then she, she tries to be sexy. Like she's, she's literally the Peyton Royce 
that we miss, but she's still yeah. here. You know what I mean? Like she's I, I, I'm not the iconic Billy K. Billy K. She's like Billy K. That that, oh. that that's high praise for me. I love Billy K. Billy K was incredible. She she to me is the new Billy K, and I love her so goddamn much. So good. Now, so now good. are we? Is this gonna? Is this kind of lumped in with most improved, or is that gonna be a separate category? That's its own category. This is I underrated. have a lot for that. I have a lot yeah. for that. As far as underrated, um. I, they were doing a great job with him until he became a comedy guy again. But Chad Gable's like the perennial most underrated for me. Yeah. And you could, and pretty much everybody in Ring of Honor, <laughs> pretty much everybody in Ring of Honor, just because um, if if you have great matches in a forest and no one's around to watch them, do they actually exist? It's that, yeah. It's and, that. and they're putting on some bangers on those Ring of Honor yeah. shows. Like Athena is one of the Killing best it. women in the world, and you never see her. Yeah, I have, have honor club. I have Daniel Garcia and Wheeler Yuta on this list for most underrated because I say I like Garcia is starting to win people over, and I think the way they're doing it is good. Uh, also on the list, he's he's probably my crossover from independent to uh, main mainstream. Speedball Mike Bailey. Yeah, like he is showing time in and time out. No matter where you put him, just put him anywhere and let him perform. He is one. He should be talked about more. And like the way people talk about Osprey, they should be talking about Speedball Mike Bailey. Yeah. I think TNA, at least for me, runs into the same impact. It will be TNA soon enough. It runs into the same issues as Ring of Honor, where unless it's accessible to you, you can't really. You can do a lot of great things, but it's hard. Uh, yeah. It's hard to really gain your foothold when access TV um, is not accessible. And, yeah, and and maybe that's just my bias and my personal thing of. I don't get it, so I'm like, oh, nobody can see it because I can't. That's so a little hypocritical. For five bucks, five dollars a month on YouTube, you don't even need a you don't even need to stream up a, a television program. Five mm. bucks, YouTube. There's a dollar subscription and a five dollar subscription. The five dollar wet subscription gets you their four major pay per views. Mm-hmm. and all of their back content they have playlists of like the history of this feud and then of a weekly it happens weekly it's live on youtube but then also it airs like on demand whenever you want to go watch it on youtube for impact it's worth the five bucks in my opinion i think their roster is worth your five dollars i think what they're doing is worth five dollars you're coming into a brand new company brand new rebrand brand new everything now is probably the time if you want to get back at impact wrestling is the time to do it because you can join in on a on a fresh page they, and get back into that. They they certainly seem to be making moves, and there's a whole crop of guys who have uh, recently had their 90 days come up. And I don't know who AEW is going to get. They're not going to get everybody, but if AEW decides to skip out on say a uh, a Mustafa Ali or a Ziggler, imagine I, I, Ziggler in a. I think Ziggler's I, going to I AEW. Think, yeah, I and I wouldn't be surprised if Ali is too. But then again, Ali has lined up a lot of big indie dates all over the world. And Mustafa Ali and Impact, that that's that's another big reason to watch Impact right there. That is that is a top tier talent and they have a lot of guys in that Speedball company. Mike Bailey, Chris Bay, Ace Oshin, Masa Slamovich, roll the Gia Miller, roll the credits. That's all you need. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me uh, as we say this, Mustafa Ali for prestige wrestling. Vermont, Hollywood, Los Angeles, California, February 25th. Mustafa Ali versus Speedball Mike Bailey. Speedball Mike Bailey. (laughs) Yep. Yep. 
just announced just now because the, all the uh, all the all the people are now officially allowed to say where they're allowed to work. And there's your first announcement: Speedball and Mike Bailey. Will speaking be of underrated guys, Mustafa Ali again perennially underrated. Dude, Mike Bailey just worked Swerve Strickland at House of Glory. And when I was doing research on what people thought the best matches of the year were, T and Impact's match between Osprey and Speedball okay. Mike Bailey was in oh, the yeah. top was in the top ten. Like, of course, cr- they're, they're incredible. So good. They're both incredible. Um, but I will agree with you on my on on with your pick. We can meet in the middle here for me. Chad Gable. Chad yeah. Gable is is the overall for the year on mainstream wrestling. And it was definitely at that point where it looked like they were going to have him be the guy to throw Gunther, and maybe that is the way they go, but it looks like they're not in any hurry to take that title off of Gunther, which is fine, uh, because I think he's only got to have it for a little bit to just become the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion ever, no matter how many times he's had a title. He'll do it in one reign. Yeah. All right, well, let's get into a little bit of storytelling some companies don't have storytelling is the is what we've been told on the internet because somehow AEW doesn't have stories. I, have, I, 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 I think right now the big problem with AEW is they have story. Story? They only, they only really have one. I, I disagree. I think there's a lot going on there. I just think if you're not into the product, you're not going to find... Like I, I think yeah. there's a lot there. Anyway. I, I, I think it's the MJF stuff and then everything else. Right now, yeah. Like well, I mean, it's the MJF thing is really good. Like, it's just good. I, I see. I like it. I the devil the thing with, needs to end soon, but I, I thought I, the, I thought the stuff with Cole earlier was fun, but right now it's yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. they're not. They, 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 they got to wrap. They got to wrap up the devil stuff soon because it is. It can get stale if it keeps going. But storyline of the year, uh you can start this one off. I have a few. I have um MJF and Adam Cole. I think that was an incredible storyline. Big, yeah. Drew the biggest house of the year, drew the biggest crowd of the year. Uh, can't say enough about both of those guys. How, and, and that's when it was more fun. And I, it's really, it's really been a thing where, if if it didn't taper off into this devil stuff and into too much comedy, I think I would it would be my runaway winner. But it, it got a little too comedic. Uh, I, I love MGF. MGF will be in discussion for a lot of things later. Yeah. I, and it's it's funny that I'm saying this, but I think he's... You hated him at first. We used to argue he, about this. You, I, I was like, a VP. But he's kind of lost his edge. He, and and it, it, that was always the risk of turning him babyface. And the way to turn him babyface was to have him be MJF, but to the heels. And they haven't really done that. I disagree. Dude, he the, the last show he he's like, all right, you want to put away, like you want to put this away, you want to accuse me, let's fight right. Like he just gotten yeah, well that yeah, face. He's a baby face. He's not gonna yeah, baby faces don't run away. Baby faces don't. Hide. And I mean, and and even when his promo with Swerve Strickland backstage was beautiful, where Swerve's like demolition man in him and super oh, yeah, no, intimidating. No, no, like, he's like, oh, great monologue, my guy. Like everything, he's like <laughs> everything he does is good. Yeah, it's just that they're not doing him a lot of favors with the way they're presenting him, and, and part of it is like he used to be the guy that was allowed to say all the things that nobody else could say. Yeah, and now that guy is somebody else. Now that guy is Christian Cage. Well, that's that's my number list, uh, the storyline of the year, and I didn't write a specific one. I wrote Christian Cage versus everybody <laughs> because Cage versus orphans. Yeah, Christian Cage versus orphans is has been the story of. I hate a Christian. The, the, the first one that started with the jungle boy. And I was like, I am over this stop. And it's one me. Oh, dude, he's good. Yeah, he's, he's killing it. 
people are finally recognizing how good he is. And he, he I, I've always been, and I've been in the minority. I've always preferred him to, to, to Edge, to Adam Cole, but I've always preferred Christian. Um, yeah. But yeah, he, he's really coming in with own as a character this year. I think uh, a few, a few for me. It, uh, I don't think anybody has quite the chemistry. Maybe MJF and Cole, they do have incredible chemistry. I don't know if any tandem has the chemistry of Rhea Ripley and Dominic Mysterio. They're oh, so good. They're so good. So good, and they've elevated both of them. Yeah. That that pairing has elevated both of them to the next level. Um, and, and 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 this one, I think it suffers from having really been exclusively in the very beginning of the year and it's kind of a little out of sight out of mind now and the way they kind of dropped the ball on this guy has really made it a shame because this this was pretty well done but Sami Zayn against the bloodline that's my number one Sami, Sami Zayn, Zayn bloodline, bloodline story number one yeah number one it was the listen I think MJF Adam Cole is a number two and I think it's amazing and I'm obsessed with it I own too many better than you baby t-shirts uh, it took my favorite wrestler on the planet right now and put him with a guy who I thought was really entertaining and they won me over in every way shape or form but it's hard to say that Sami Zayn did not win 2023 where people were clamoring for him to be the main event of wrestlemania yeah. and i and it was never going to happen and if you were a smart fan you knew it was never going to happen but sammy and the bloodline awesome and now he's open now he's not even he's like pre-shows well now he's taking time off but yeah they yeah. It, it did it did cool off they, they did cool him off very quickly which is a shame and and i think they did use him to elevate try to elevate other people and to try to cement drew's heel turn and i and i get all that but it, it, you got to remember, like people were, people were saying, you know, maybe we don't, because this is back when everybody thought that, um, this is back when everybody thought that, um, you know, Cody was winning the title at Mania. It was like, should we, should we not pull the trigger on that? Because Sammy's really over right now. Should well, Sammy's let's, be? let's just dive into this. Okay. The greatest disappointment of the year. You kind of just said it. Cody loses at Mania. That That's got to be on the list, right? Uh, I think for me, for me, it was the last hour of Mania because second as, day. <laughs> no, because the second day, we'll we'll talk about a match of the year. But there was a point at that second day uh, of a second night of Mania where I'm like, they will really have to really have to fumble the ball at the one yard line for this to not be an all time great Mania, and. <laughs> And they then Shane the ball. McMahon came out, <laughs> and it was all downhill from there. <laughs> it was all downhill from there. Yeah, yeah. Shane McMahon was the, the catalyst. Shane McMahon. Yikes! I forgot about that, that. Then you had that, uh, and I want to call it disappointing because they worked really hard. But they, uh, you had the Hell in a Cell with Edge and I'm sorry, Brood Edge, and um, and Finn and... Balor. Wrong guy won. And then you yeah. had Roman and Cody. Wrong guy won. And it's like, oh wow, this is uh they tanked it. Is, yeah, this is it's blowing up in the third act, as they say in screenwriting. Um Cody Cody Mania for me is number one. Are you are you throwing in Shane? Are you uh, are no, you... no, no, I'm just saying okay. that's when it's like it's like what is going on here? Yeah, what, what's another what's another pick for you for disappointment of the year? Um I think the and I understand like they they have their fans, but I think the kind of the lack of growth and the lack of uh um the lack of direction for AW has okay. kind of been a disappointment for me. And, I, and if you if you like it, more power to you. But 
it's a struggle to get through that show sometimes for me now. Like I am, I have never I, been less excited about AEW than I am now. Really? See, I'm I'm the opposite now. I, I it's hard for me to get through. I mean, Raw and SmackDown has been getting better because they are utilizing different talent and it's becoming a little better. But I I don't have an issue with Smack with with Dynamite. I I'm into it. Um, for me, just kind of disappointment. This may be just of a personal one. I doubt you'll pick it. But Adam Cole getting injured. Yeah, I, I think that derail MJF. People has, jumping he, off he, ramps. He's the worst. He's the, the worst luck in professional wrestling. Every storyline that his clear payoff is this. Yeah, this guy gets injured or has to be removed from his story, and then he has to pick it up and find something new. And because of he's so creative, and they let him find those things, he's picking up and finding something better, and he's doing great with it. But man, what this guy has the short end of the stick all year with storylines, a yeah. punk storyline. The the this storyline the adam cole getting hurt it's like man this guy can't catch a break no, no joke um I, if i was tony kind of say the next person that jumps off the ramp is getting fired i don't care who you are I don't, care, <laughs> I don't care if it's jericho i don't care if it's mjf i don't care if it's rick flair actually it would be pretty funny if rick flair jumped off the ramp but the next person flair elbow drop the next person jumps off the ramp is fired because yeah. that's how punk broke his foot that's how adam cole broke his foot jumping off the damn ramp yep don't jump don't jump off ramps, people. That that's um, the moral of the story. What's what's your what's your probably n- your number one disappointment of the year? Um, for me, uh, uh here here's here's one just because it's gone from super super hot to kind of an afterthought in the in the in the grand scheme of things. New Japan, um, <sighs> New Japan yeah. is just because, and it's not their fault. Like they just, they lost a lot of the guys that were. Putting eyeballs on it, they lost Kenny, they lost the Bucks, they lost Nakamura. They Ospreay. might be losing Okada, um, Will Osprey, and I, I'm sure like AW does come back and forth. Abushi, well, Abushi, I mean, I, I don't want to call somebody just kind of hitting the wall and losing a lot of their <laughs> um, their talent due to injury and just the toll of time, but um, Abushi is not Dakota Abushi of old. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I, you guys been talking a lot about these Japan guys and how you're excited for them, and I think some of these Forbidden Doors show a different side of what I think some of these. Ja- now you guys been watching them a lot of them in their pride, in their prime and stuff, and I'm kind of seeing them later on. And some of these guys that like, I'm still I still haven't seen a Rainmaker match in a in a in a Forbidden Door or an AEW spotlight where I think he looks like one of the greatest wrestlers that's ever existed. Okada's Okada's a strange one because Okada's strength as a wrestler is making the other guy look good. Okay. Um, and the only real match he had this year was with Danielson. And I, I first of all, I love that match. I mean, it was I'm good, gonna, but I don't think it was like the match. I'm gonna, of I'm gonna the be in the minority, but I preferred that to the Omega Osprey match that night. Um, I'm in a big minority there, but I that, that it's my flavor of wrestling. And also, Brian Danielson broke his arm yeah. during the match. Um, this is a good year. Uh, unfortunately, this is a good year for people wrestling great matches with a broken arm. Um, but uh, yeah, it seems like all the buzz that even like that underground buzz that New Japan used to have now that Stardom, Stardom has yeah. that buzz. Stardom is everyone's loving Stardom. Uh, Kai in our chat, most of his picks when I put him in the Discord have all been Stardom picks. Like he loves yeah. Stardom. Stardom it's- to me is still in that category where it's like. It's a, it's a two degree separation between professional wrestling and kink porn. You know what I mean? Like it's still it's good wrestling. It, cre- no, it's it creeps me out. Wrestling. Yeah. It's and if 
if WWE does wind up signing Julia, not I'm not too up with starting, but she's gonna be a star. Yeah, you can just there's some people you look at them and like they're gonna be a star. Um, so my biggest disappointment of the year, and I might I might I'm gonna try to swerve you into being this is the pick, but uh, the loss of Jay Briscoe and Bray Wyatt this year. That's a little heavy, I think. Um, it's a huge disappointment, two guys. It's awful. Yeah. Who, who, if we look at the landscape of wrestling now, we're like, man, what could have been? You know what you, I mean? You, like, yeah, you, you can say that about any year. This is a, this was a, those two are particularly bad just because they were so young. Yeah. Um, I that that's worse than having a bad end of WrestleMania. That's worse than me not liking Ada. It's the worst thing that happened in wrestling this year. Um, I mean, that's the way you want to go with it. Yeah, it's it's the worst. Thing yeah. that happened all year and it's not close it's it's worse than an injury it's worse than a show not being like ending the way we wanted to it's worse than anything like that but um yeah that that's yeah i think that kind of supersedes disappointment that's just sad yeah um yeah, that sucks but yeah I, I, but yeah the, the, nothing worse than that but for me i think kind of that last hour of mania if we're going to be a little more lighthearted about it, that would be my yeah. vote. So you just want to, you just want to stick with Cody, Mania. That's, a, that, that's up to you. That's up yeah. to you. But right, well, I, I, I think it's a little. I, I yeah. think it. I think it's. I think it's uh, that that goes beyond professional wrestling. That I I agree. Yeah, I listen. I wasn't. I wasn't the draw. The the the, the well, Terry Funk. We did lose as well, but Terry Funk. Father Time took Terry Funk. You Terry know what Funk. I mean? uh, Terry Funk is the definition of he wanted life. Uh, I mean the ending. Uh, the ending, unfortunately, uh, his wife passed, and he was never really the same after that. But yeah, Terry Funk is Terry Funk had a great life. Uh, yeah, one guy was taken from a car accident, one was taken from health injuries. You know, I mean, just yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, agreed, agreed. It's tough. It's tough. And I wasn't a big Bray character fan. I did not like the character that Bray Wyatt. But as a human being, he was a great human. He yeah. helped out a lot of people. He was good for the business. He was good for. For people as a friend, you know, it sucks. You don't want to, no one should lose their uh, their livelihood or their life that young. And that sucks. But all right, our next category, TT of the year. We're going to go for the moment of the year. I'll start us off with Endeavor buys the WWE and then removes Vince McMahon from everything. <laughs> well, that is certainly that is certainly the most eventful thing that happened this year. <laughs> that is I not think, even my number one. I think it, I think it's a little heavy handed to say like Vince is exiled. He's Vince exiled. Is, Vince is in the boardroom now. Vince is in the boardroom now. Yeah, but they literally said because you have shares, uh, we know that your stock is like you're ruining us. So we need you to go away. He, he's still very much involved in the day to day. I think. Ooh. Just not in creative. I, I think we're we're conflating creative with the overall business. Yeah. But he's he's never gonna be in charge again, which is no, no, no. Yeah. I, I mean that is as eventful as it gets that 2023 is the year that the person who has the final say on all things WWE's last name is not McMahon. That yeah. is as huge news as it gets. Yep. That's as huge as it gets as far as news. What about you? What about another moment of the year? Um, mine were a little more match driven, I think. Uh, and it's uh, it happened at Crown or not Crown Jewel, but the other Saudi show. It was Night of Champions. I think just that that and it, this kind of ties in with the um, storyline of the year uh, when Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. This might be a, a a preview for one of my match of the year picks, beating Roman and Solo, and just the 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 end shot of Sami Sami Zayn standing triumphant at the on the second rope, 
looking mm. down on Roman Reigns, just sitting. First match he's lost of any kind in in a year and a half, and that that was just Chef's kiss. As far as that um, is that is how you have a that is how you book a babyface triumphant dude, without I, without putting a title on him. I'll say this right now, and just dude, you just flooded my memory. I I will definitely say I did not have that on my list, and I don't hate it at all. But when Sami Zayn hits the ramp, and he's in a country that by they all intents and purposes they wouldn't let him on the show would kill him yeah. for his religious beliefs, show. and they're singing well, not, not, his song. Not even his religious beliefs, just where he's where, where his family's from, it's where his blood it will be, where yeah. his blood was born. Because you know what I mean? Like he's Syrian, yeah. And they're singing his song. Yeah. Well, that it it's always it's always key to remember that the people in power are different than the people and that's 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 very and the power of right well, the power of this business oh yeah yeah that's a good fucking moment dude when he came out in the ramp and you just seen that emotion of he's in essentially enemy territory but he's not because yeah. he's under the banner of professional wrestling and it doesn't matter what your blood is and where you're from you're an entertainer and you're a part of the wwe and they're singing your song and Sami Zayn, and, and this year oh, really man. showed it. Sami Zayn, and this year 100% showed it. He has become one of those guys, and there's not a lot of them. Uh, Brian Danielson's one of these guys. Uh, Mick Foley was one of these guys. Where, whether they're babyface, whether they're heel, deep down, the audience just loves him as a person. They've yeah. decided, I, we personally just like this guy. Yep. Um, but another uh, another Sammy moment is Royal Rumble hitting Roman Reigns with a chair, breaking yeah. away from the bloodline. That was huge. Uh, but I think my pick, I think my pick has got to be the end of Survivor Series. CM Punk showing up in WWE. CM Punk returns. That's yeah. number one. That's got to be it. Edge. Edge. Uh, Adam Copeland to AEW was cool, um, but CM Punk yeah. now, now returns when I say like, to WWE. When I say like. I know this isn't another word, but when I was saying like AEW is a disappointment for me, like I think if we were to do like a worst segment of the year, I think it would for me it would be that segment where they're teasing Luchasaurus is going babyface, like Christian's really talking down to Luchasaurus, and Adam Copeland gives uh, Nick Wayne the concerto. I hated that segment. I yeah. I, I I I was like I'm done with it. I'm I'm, I'm I think I'm gonna finish. I, I I don't think I need to watch the rest of the show. They did six months worth of booking. Maybe nine months worth of booking in 15 minutes. Yeah. It's like, what are they doing? What are they doing? Well, the only thing I have high hopes for when it comes to Nick Wayne, because I do have high hopes for that oh, kid. He's got all the potential in the world. Is is they did you see the trademark? Yeah, the East West Express, yeah. The East West Express trademark. So, like if it's a point where Nick Wayne needs a friend, and if it's Jordan fucking Oliver, sign me up. Yeah. No, you, can you talk because because here's the thing: if they get signed in 2024. That we are talking of possibly a tag team of the year next year. Yeah, you're you're talking about a tag team of the potentially a tag team of the decade. You're, you're and, no, and then about, those two tag teams where there's no Marty and Sean. There's two yeah. Shans. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? Like crazy. Yeah. If if pushed correctly, you're talking about like a rock and roll express level babyface yeah. tag. Team. They gave up on the trademark. It said interesting. So, they could be. They don't, if they it's gave like them the work with a different name, yeah, that's the thing. Even if they gave them the trademark, the fact they tried shows they have interest. Yeah, in Jordan, which is for, good for a kid like Jordan Oliver. Whenever I see him, whenever I like, he's interact so humble, with him, it, so it, humble. 
it, it, he seems like a guy where it's it's a it's a when not if. Yeah. And he here's the truth. He doesn't see it. Well, he has so much yeah. self doubt. He he's like what? Like he, I'm not trying to tip anything out. Like this dude gets sick before he goes to the ring because his anxiety is so high because he he doesn't understand how much people love and respect and think how good he is. Yeah. He doesn't he, he, see it. He's incredibly humble. He never stops trying to learn. Uh, I, I, 2020, I, I've had some interactions with him this year uh, that I don't want to go too like inside baseball on, but I, I have developed so much. I already thought that guy had all the potential in the world, and I just I, 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 I think it's tenfold from what I thought it was before. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Most improved of 2023. And you said you have a big list. I have a little bit of a list. Wait, what what won that? Did we did we crown a winner? Is it Sammy Zane? Oh, or is it... uh, oh it's Punk. Punk. It's Punk. Punk. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm gonna start off with someone who doesn't need improvement. I think they're one of the best wrestlers in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to what they were put in, it was stale. And they did something that's so out of the ordinary. And it became so good and it breathed new life, almost like a Jericho moment where Jericho starts to teeter and then Jericho hits with something. And Jericho knows he's the last time that happened a while, but (laughs) but this person has done it in that exact fashion and did it being a complete fucking goofball. And it's the best, it, it is the most exciting time for me on television. And that is BP, chin up, tits out, yeah, and watch for the shoe. Tony Storm is on my list. Not my winner, not my clear winner, but is on the most improved list of 2023. She was almost my winner. She yeah, was almost she's close. My winner. She's close. Um, and 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 with her and with another person we're gonna talk about, I I they weren't my winner. Um, uh, because I don't know how much of it is well, well, for her it was an improvement. She always had the in-ring skill, but now she's found that character that is such a a pardon the pun, dynamite character, uh, that She's she's my favorite part of AW right now, and I'm not exaggerating. She is my favorite part of AW, and it's not very close. Yeah, she's killing it, absolutely killing it. But speaking uh, who about, oh, sorry, yeah, who guys. do you got? Uh, oh, speaking of women in AW, and I think this is more like just finding themselves, rounding into a more total package. Julia Hart. That's Julia my Hart's one. had an incredible year. She's my number. That's two. my number one. Number she's two. My number two. Okay. Um, and uh, I see it in the chat here, and this is somebody where I don't think he improved. I think people finally recognize what he can do and put him in a position to do it is LA Knight. Yeah. yeah. Um, my number one, if you would take me back to like 2004, 2005, and you were to say how great that dopey little blonde kid they're having that ladder match over is going to be, <laughs> it's got to be Dom. We had prison Dom. We have Dom now. With, it's got to be Dominic Mysterio. He's getting better in the ring. He had like what a hundred matches this year. Every oh, time, and he and he's in there with great guys. He's in there with Damian Priest, is great. Finn Balor, and everybody wants to work him. Punk wants to work him. That's his first Punk, match. Yeah. Punk. yeah, he's wrestling Punk in New York. It's <laughs> it's gotta be Dom. Dom, uh, Dom. Any other year, any other year, uh, Tony Storm or Julie Hart would have been my pick, but it's Dom. It's it's gotta be Dom for me. Every time I see him, I'm entertained. Yeah. And he's the he's the true the biggest true heel in professional wrestling. No, no I, I I think no. I, I dude, the I, crowd I, goes bananas when they boo him. But they love to hate him. He's the guy you yeah. love to hate, and that's what MJF was too. And that's fine. That's what most heels are now. Like yeah. you know who's a true heel or has been uh, for a long time? Baron Corbin. That's a heel. Like everybody just yeah. genuinely just doesn't like the guy. 
and, and that's fine. He does his job really well. But Dom is because it wasn't that long ago. It's like, oh, what is he doing here? Like, if Ray wasn't his dad, he wouldn't be around. Now it's like, oh, Dom's on. Yeah, I gotta, I, I gotta pay attention. Dom, Dom, on. Dom is in the same category as I think where pe how people talk about Charlotte, where they talk nepotism, and if it wasn't for their dad, they wouldn't be there. But at the end of the day, you got to be good at what you yeah. do. Yeah, and Dom has to, Dom one. has shown. Yes, my my dad is Ray Mysterio. Yes, I am a Mysterio, but I'm working my ass off to get good here. I am working in the ring. I am doing a character. I'm winning the hearts of people. It has no effect. At, yes, it helped me get here. Yes, it helped me get the contract. But now that I got the contract, I'm working really, really yeah. hard. And, and that's and what this, he's doing. And this was the year that he found himself. Yes. This was the year. It's not, he's not Ray's kid anymore. I mean, he is. He always will be because Ray is one of the all-time greats, but. He's, he's his own guy now. He's at a point now where if he is the one to end his dad, it means something. Because yeah. if he would have did it two years ago, I'd like, nobody would have cared. And he, and he's also a guy that you can tell if they ever want to go this way, and at some time they probably will, he's going to be a super baby face. Oh, if they turn he's, him baby face, he will yeah. be the biggest baby face in the company. Mm -hmm. Um, I have one, one just an honorable mention. And the reason I'm going to put her out is because we dogged her a couple years ago, in the maybe last year in the TT Awards. She was not good. She's she's very athletic. She's very strong, and now 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 with that brand of NXT where Sean has not given up on that roster and he's really working with that roster and making that roster good and letting these characters be found and let them find their in ring and their abilities. Lash Legend got really? good. She got oh, wow. way better, dude. She's like the Bianca Belair of NXT. Interesting, interesting. See mine and uh, and and I wouldn't I wouldn't have had her like as a serious consideration because I thought. That potential was always there, and she was starting to really round into it in 2022. But Tiffany Stratton's ready to go. Tiffany Stratton's ready to be. Stratton like, and Fallon Henley are really good. They're like Mickey James and and Trish Stratus status. Like it, um, with Stratton, I did I didn't I don't catch a lot of NXT, but I did watch the Takeover where she wrestled Becky, and that hardcore match was very impressive because the only times she looked a little out of place was during the Gaga stuff, like the wrestling stuff. She was right there with it. She did a swanton off the penalty box, and it was her body control was beautiful. It was she's gorgeous. Yeah, she's so that's, good. That's where she came from. She came from gymnastics. Yeah, she's really, really good. All right. Um, so who's the winner there? Is it going to be Dom? Is it going to be Dom? Dom. Dom, Dom was my Julia number Hart? two, but Dom was Dom, then Julia Hart, and then, then Tony Storm. Yeah. yeah. Um, unfortunately, BP... We can't win our own award, right? So even though the chat is going to chant our name yeah, and they're going to say best commentary of the year, there's no doubt it's ABJ and BP at the sanctuary because we were clearly better than you and know it, baby. We're the real brochachos of this industry. You know what there I mean? And we are clearly the best commentary. Challenge us. Put Book us against you. Go, we'll go head to head with any commentary team. You sit at one table, we'll sit at the other and we'll fight. With dueling our commentary, yes, this is a yeah. great idea. Dueling comment, we'll take anybody on. I'm looking at you, like Kevin when, Kelly. Um, I'm looking at you. Sit next to like, me. <laughs> this is like when, um, speaking of, uh, no, it was actually Michael Cole, I believe, or maybe it was Kevin Kelly. Uh, but they did a thing when Jr. and it was an awful angle when Jr. had to take leave in like 1999 for having Bell's palsy really bad. Uh, and they came back, they brought him in as the heel with Doctor Death, Steve Williams for a little bit, and like every other Jr. heel turn was like. People love you. I don't want to boo. Yeah, them. why are we making um, a deal? So, so with one one of the things they did is they set up a commentary table with Jr. 
in front of the regular commentary team and said like jr is raw and so yeah we could do that we just we should just invade indie shows and just do commentary for the crowd yeah that's gonna be our gimmick in 24. yeah we're gonna invade the commentary invasion angle um i can bring my own equipment we could record it. it you know okay. what i mean we'll just <laughs> oh we're here sorry People, people would always go, there's a uh, there's a hidden underbelly of professional wrestling known as the custom match. We could do custom oh, commentary. Custom <laughs> commentary. Yeah. Oh, he's really grunting. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. I, th- um, I, I think we've uh, we found a new cottage industry. I I actually made a joke that we should go on the hub and commentate those. There we go. And then make them like Patreon exclusive. Right on. Could you imagine commentating? Adult matches. Yeah. <laughs> some of the acting what on those NXT, driver. <laughs> some of the acting on those NXT skits is worse than that, but I digress. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I'm gonna the start off with. Yeah, I'll start off with my uh, my number my my not my winner, but going from back to top to bottom. Shivani, Shivani every year. Good. Even though I do think Shivani has turned it down a little bit. Yeah, and it's part of it is he's become more. Um. I'm gonna the 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 one guy with a tennis racket that does a podcast. Um, he he kind of really put it succinctly. He's become David Crockett, and if you don't didn't watch like old pre WCW NWA wrestling, you know David Crockett was the guy who, which just generate a lot of excitement, but he wasn't really saying a whole lot. But it, I mean, it's Tony Schiavone. He's, he's one of the best to ever. Do it. I think and when I, he tries to generate excitement because he because he phones it in most of the show, it doesn't have the same effect. Yeah, like he's not on my list, but I think Taz. I mean, probably should have been if I'm going to say this, but Taz I think I, think, I thought Taz favorite. was better than Tony Schiavone this year. I think Taz has been the best commentator in AEW this year. Really? I like Excalibur. I think Taz has been see, a little Ex- better. Excalibur is my number two. I just really like Excalibur, but I thought Excalibur and 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 Taz are a better one-two team than having yeah. a third seat. And and he, and, he, and uh, I just brought in the chat another guy who definitely deserves a lot of credit is in Riccoboni. I love that's Ian my number Riccoboni. one. Yeah, Ian Rickenbody is my number one. Uh, I like Tom Hannafin uh, in Impact. I think Tom is really good. Uh, WWE's commentary has been pretty. Uh, I'm not the hugest Kevin Patrick fan, but Cole is always reliable. Good. Um, Corey I, Graves, I, I think, is fine. I love Corey Graves. Uh, but yeah, Ian Rickenbody, I think, is my. Uh, Nigel's Nigel's pretty good too. Nigel McGuinness. Just need to modulate the volume a little bit. Yeah. Um, the, there's only one commentary person that I just can't listen to, and uh, and uh, is is. I can't do Booker T and NXT. Oh my goodness. It's terrible. Hey, everybody's like, oh my God, just fucking clear your throat. Like, I just, it's like, I love Steve O, but, and, and I, but do you ever try to listen to the Steve O podcast? <laughs> no, I have not. It's, it's a tough, it's, your ears are like, can this yeah. guy clear his throat? I, I it, do it's like not his Vic voice. Jo- it's not his fault that it's his voice, though, you know? I do like Vic Joseph. I do like uh, Booker, Booker. I, I liked Booker when he was on SmackDown just because he would say the stupidest stuff. NXT Level Up it. has our boy Blake on it. He's good. Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, and if we're going to talk about commentators, we I think we're contractually obligated to mention Pete DeLong. Pete DeLong. Yeah, yeah. Pete DeLong. On the independent scene, I, I, I know we're not talking independent, but we, we said we'll sneak some in and over there. But yeah. Pete DeLong 100% is the GOAT of independent wrestling. Uh, he's your best commentator on that scene. But I think we're both in agreement. It's Ian this year. Yep, for Ian Riccoboni, for sure. Yeah. Uh, no question. No doubt about it. He just has a good voice. He does. And he's not even trying. That's like this. He just has a great voice. When people tell me I have a good voice, I'm like, no, I don't. And then you, I listen to a guy like Gamer Bye, like that. That's what that's supposed to sound like. Yeah, yeah. 
totally agree. All right. Here's where the gloves come off. The, the next right. couple of awards is when things get a little, little choppy. All right. And we're going to start off right away. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. The promotion of the year. Now we have been saying the entire time promotion. We're sticking with more mainstream. Uh, so unfortunately, MLW, GCW, those are out of the question. I mean, GCW is as close as you can get to probably it, being it, it a mainstream, would, it but it wouldn't change my my pick. Yeah, I do want to throw a, I do want to throw a bone to start him. I just haven't watched enough of it. Uh, but if you like, if that if that's your thing, Stardom has that thing. And I always would I would always say this about uh, guys like CM Punk and Jeff Hardy, um, where they might not have the level of uh, of fame as like a John Cena or a Hulk Hogan or a Steve Austin like that. But there is an inordinate amount of people whose favorite wrestler is CM Punk or Jeff Hardy. Like the people who love those guys love those guys. Yep. And with Stardom, their fan base, like the people that, that are drawn to that product, it is they they deliver for their fans probably better than any promotion. Yeah. But and and here's where the gloves are probably gonna come off. I think it's a pretty clear cut number one this year. I who think uh, I think WWE has had one of their better years in recent memory. Yikes. It's, it's got to be WWE for me. I, I see. I see AEW, but. Uh, what about WWE right now has you on that on that tier? They have so many guys that are that are believable top tier guys. They they haven't had this level of depth. This they haven't had this level of depth in their their um their roster, especially on the babyface side of things. Like there are about ten guys who could be viable world champions in WWE. AW, if you're talking about guys who could be viable world champions after MJF and maybe like a swerve, that, that list starts to taper off real quick. Orange Cassidy will be your world champion. Anyway. Here's where I'll agree with you, and I will I will concede and say WWE's uh, even though I think NXT has been better than Raw and SmackDown. <coughs> um, I am Punk in a in WWE changes the landscape for me. It makes it exciting, makes me want to watch WWE more. Also, is I know it's coming, and I keep telling WWE fans it's coming and it's coming soon. The more I'm watching, I don't think Endeavor is getting involved in the way I thought they were going to get involved. We'll see when contracts come up and what they start paying roster members and if pay is going to be affected because Endeavor is notoriously not great for paying their fighters. So we'll see how they work out renegotiation contracts when it comes to professional wrestlers. Um, they haven't gone too crazy over the top when it comes to sponsorships all over the place. They, they do them, but not as excessive as I thought they were going to. But... WWE, I will say, has a little me has me more excited going into 2024 because I think after Mania is when we get that full reset and Triple H is done with Vince's stories and is done with, and, and gives Vince his respect to finish out his storylines. And then I think a new regime and a new storytelling and a new way of booking is done. And I think in 2024, after Mania, we officially get the, the Triple H version of WWE. And I think that's exciting. And I think he's showing us that a little bits and pieces of that in 2023. And that's where I'll give you, I will concede and say WWE is the winner this year. But um, Mania Night 2, you can clearly, it's been told. Vince walked in, ripped up the script and said, do this. 
and it didn't work. And night one was Trip. So we're seeing that Trip can do this, and it has gotten better since then. But he's still paying respect, and some of the storylines are holding up the company. Um, but I will, and then people like like NXT Black and Gold. That was Trip. That was Trip booking, mm-hmm. and it was good. If we can get NXT Black and Gold on the main roster and and do that style of booking again, it, it's only looking up. So I will say I I will agree with you. Um, I will stick. I'll, I'll say WWE for promotion of the year. Yeah, and and it's all in, it's all going to come down to what your your flavor of wrestling is. And I, I thought they did a great job. If if maybe the booking decisions as far as like win winners losers champions maybe that wasn't perfect, but they did a great job just building up a lot of depth. And part of that is just that Roman wasn't around, so they had to. Yeah. It was the effect of Roman being that absentee champion that you did have to have an LA Knight emerge. You did have to have a uh, Randy Orton's back, and Randy Orton is hot again. Yeah. Uh, I will say this: the one thing that I do like about the AEW is there is no Young Bucks, there's no Kenny, there's no like these bigger names, and younger guys are stepping up and taking over that company. And I think that's what has me excited the most about AEW. Like, I like watching the progression of Swerve. I love watching the Adam Cole, even though before he got hurt, I loved watching mjf tear apart that company like i there's a lot about aew that gets me really really excited it's my promotion and pick of the week year but we do have to pick a winner and we have to agree so i will i'll take the back seat on this one no we do we have a clear winner and i'm with you on this i agree but that's the reason why i agree with wb is because how they ended the year and how i'm excited for it after mania yeah yeah um and i i i i have a lot of hope that aw maybe kind of writes the ship a little bit um But okay, where are we going next? The next one is going to be show of the year. I'll start off, and I'm not even going backwards. Tell me why it took... I'm biased because I was there. Tell me why it's not all in Wembley. Uh, From an outsider perspective, I thought it dragged in the middle. Okay. What uh, what match? I don't remember the matches. The the Uh, women's match was rough. I, I think... It suffered from the same uh, malaise that, that almost every AW pay-per-view I, suffered I through. To, I went to the bathroom for the Kenny Bucks versus Bullet Club Gold, and I loved Bullet Club Gold, but I just didn't care. The show is too damn long. The show is too damn long. I also got really high in the middle of that show. That, that helps. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> I, I feel like if, if I were uh, if I were to unseat Phil Stamper as the president of wrestling, if I were to be the uh, the dictator of wrestling, um, I would say if your show is going to be longer than three hours long, I need it in writing in triplicate why you have to go that goddamn long. Okay. Less is more. I, 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 I've never seen a four-plus-hour wrestling show that didn't burn me out at some point. But, man, it picked me back up on that main event. Oh, that main event was gorgeous. I was I was just drained. I, it was a good match, good storyline. I was just like, um, and it, it's kind of the same thing of like, it, it it did before the Cole injury. It did almost get into that. Well, we know what's going to happen type thing. And that one we did. There was that certainty. Will Cole turn? Will he not turn? Um, but it was the same thing as like we know there's going to be that moment where. They had to decide if they want to screw one another, just like we know there's that moment Solo Sokoa was going to run in. Yeah. Uh, it did get a little paint by numbers after a while. 
Um, Dude, I, I love I love how paint by numbers they make it, and the crowd still eats it up. It's yeah, fun as a smart they, wrestling fan they, to see like people. They love MJF. They love Cole. Yeah, you can get away yeah. with a lot of people love your talent. MJF can walk down to the ring, and go, "I'm going to do the A, B, and C." Tell the whole crowd what he's going to do, and then when he starts to do it, they fucking eat it up. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you got to meet it out of palm of fans. It's great. It's, yeah. uh, I mean, I'm fine. I, I the compromises would go my way. I'm fine if that's the pick. It's so funny because the last hour was bad, but. Up until that moment, WrestleMania was firing. On so like I night, have it, sep- I have it separated. So good. Night one, I have as my number two for match show of the year. I, and the and I, I I'm I'm good with that. But like night, like night two had probably my favorite match at WrestleMania, or my second favorite match. Um, yeah. But I I think the compromise goes your way this time. We can we can we can give this one all in. Life. I also have AEW Revolution. I don't think I saw it. Uh, that one was, um, I believe that was the, was, oh shit. That was, that was, uh, that was MJF, MJF and, and Danielson, uh, right? Danielson in, in the, uh, the Iron Man match. I hate Iron Man matches. That one was really good. Though. I hate Iron Man matches. An Iron Man match is basically saying, here's an hour match. You don't have to pay attention to the last three minutes. And we also got the guns, uh, the acclaimed Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, and Orange Cassidy and Danhausen in the four-way tag team championship. We got Wardlow versus Samoa Joe, Hangman versus John Moxley, Hater versus Soraya, House of Black versus uh, the Elite, Ricky Stars versus Jericho, and uh, Mark Briscoe and the Lucha Brothers versus uh, the Varsity Athletes. Uh, Josh Woods, Tony Nice. Yeah. Uh- I, I I I guess it didn't stand out to me. I I, I, I again I don't think I watched it. Uh, so that's yeah. why it didn't stand out to me. I think the only AEW pay per views I've watched this year were um, Forbidden Door, which I actually enjoyed quite a bit. That was a good show too. And um, the one where Edge showed up. Uh, Fuck, what was that all show. out? Wrestle Dream, Wrestle Dream, Wrestle Dream, Wrestle Dream. All right, I think I think our only agreements here is WrestleMania Night One. I, I I'll 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 concede all all in. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. All right, all in. Yeah, I have a scarf. Anyway, and a hat. And a hat, and a hat that I stole my pin back on. By the it, way, it, it's always special when you're there too, especially a show like that, like a stadium show, in another country. That that's a special one. Well, listen, we're gonna do match of the year now, and I'm gonna tell you right now, that main event, being there live. Watching my favorite wrestler take on my second favorite wrestler and the story they told and how the crowd was so invested in it and just hearing their reaction, that that's super hard for me. I forget um, what it was right now. I forget what it was, but there was something in that finish that made me go, this is stupid. And I don't uh, remember what it is off. I'm just like, this they, is stupid. It's they wanted MJF to it. hit Adam Cole. They wanted Adam Cole to hit MJF. Like They kept trying to screw the other person. And when it came down to, is he going to use a title on him? He didn't. And then MJF hit him with the finisher. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, I, I've been trying to do this all the whole time, but now I like, I guess, okay, you had to change your heart, but yeah. Um, the, I, I just, I couldn't remember what it was, but I remember just cause I haven't seen the matches that happened, but there's just that one thing. It was like, this is dumb. This is just dumb. Yeah. And you know, who I liked never, it though. you know, who never does dumb things in their matches. Gunther. Uh, so one of my picks is going to be Gunther, uh, Sheamus, and Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania Night 2. Dude, Gunther and v- The Miz was a banger when we'll it was on talk- pay-per-view and the, and the TV we'll, mode. We'll, we'll talk about Gunther in a little bit. Yeah, he's he's. I, I think he's really good, but I, just don't, I still don't think he is someone that can carry a world championship in the WWE landscape. Oh, I disagree. Not, not I, don't, I don't think he makes you money as champion. 
Uh, heel champion doesn't have to make you money. Heel champion is just the, the foil. I agree with that. I think he's a good foil champion, but I don't think he's somebody who hold, that holds a title for a year. No, 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 no. The inter- no, 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 no. He's a uh, good, I'm going to hold her for a couple months and then I'm going to put over a giant baby face. Especially, um, that's never been the way WWE has handled their business. And people until Roman, always, <laughs> until, until now, actually, until Triple H. Triple H was the first heel to win the main event of WrestleMania, like to walk out of WrestleMania as the champion. Yeah, uh, and it was WrestleMania 16. Um, but with with that match, that match is just brutal. Uh, I loved the Gunther and Chad Gable match. With it was so emotional, it was so real. Like Gable's kids crying in the front row. Uh, so those like. Just a, there's a bunch of Gunther matches for me. I, I we already kind of talked about it, but I have a super soft spot for it's a blind spot. Uh, Brian Danielson can do no wrong in my eyes, and I think my favorite Brian Danielson match of the year was uh, it was after the whole Punk thing. It was after Brawl Out uh, or Brawl In in this case. It was after the uh, Tony Khan was afraid for his life. Um, I think it was it was it at uh, it was it All Out um, the strap match. With Brian Danielson and Ricky Starks, that was good. That is probably my number two is MJF Danielson Iron Man. I don't like Iron Man matches. Yeah, um, I, thought, I thought I thought that Iron Man match was done very well. because there wasn't there was more than one fall. Would I would I miss a lot of the story of the match if I only watched the last five minutes? Uh so it went up two nothing with a pin and disqualification. Um, and then MJF went three falls. With uh, and then it went Danielson went up one, and then MJF went up, but it was one. super close at the end, so I could really just watch the last three minutes of it. Yeah, but they 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 it's Danielson, they told a good story, like I, I don't know, yeah. Um, um this yeah. one just entered the chat, and I, I I thought they were fine, but Omega Osprey match in in Japan and at Forbidden Door. I don't like wrestling where you have to hit somebody with a rocket launcher to win. Yeah. When when you kill somebody with something that should hospitalize or kill somebody and they kick out and then like the spot where they kip up and they're just like, ah, you're like, you just got smacked in your face with a hammer. Yeah. Osprey like, and Omega is a great match if you like kickouts and you hate selling. Yeah. They don't do um, it for me. I, I, that style of wrestling does not sell the tick. And I know that's where everyone, because Meltzer tells you that's the yeah. best, but those style matches do not win. Like I, I like a match where the crowd is fucking invested because like I said, the Adam Cole MJF, the crowd was like, no, don't do it. Like that to me is pro wrestling. I, I've always called them. Um, I've always called them new Japan kickout matches. I think I'm just going to start calling them Meltzer matches. Like, yeah, yeah. like, like Storm honestly, when people when people watch a horror no movie or watch a a soap opera and they overact and they yell at the screen, that's the matches in wrestling I like. I like the ones where like they, like the crowd is into it. Like they're like, no, 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 don't, no, don't, don't. Tap. Like when people start chanting, don't tap and stuff like that, because the crowds they're into it because not they just did a four fifty or they kicked out of a finisher for the fifteenth time. Like those matches don't do it for me. Yeah, and I, I get where they come from, and they were great. It's great if you do it sparingly. It's great yeah. if you do it like it's that. Fu- and and it is something where it's a little more ingrained in Japanese wrestling because of the whole concept of like fighting spirit and just willing it up from the inside. Um, but my my two that I'm kind of settled on as far as my top two picks are both uh, tag team matches. And they're both back to that Sammy versus the Bloodline thing. 
My number two was going to be the one we talked about earlier, Sammy and Kevin Owens against Roman and Solo. But I think my match of the year is uh, Kevin and Sammy against the Usos, main event in night one of WrestleMania. I'm with it. Storytelling, 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 storytelling. And just that moment. And, and maybe this is me uh, just being an indie wrestling fan from the early 2000s, but Kevin Steen and El Generico were in the main event of WrestleMania, and they are, and they won, and that was yeah. very special to me. And they and they won, they main evented as a tag team. Yeah, with their PWG. I agree. I'm with you, Kevin and Sammy. And I know you hate the term and you hate and you don't care about it, but um, I was cool with that because that that made Kevin a Grand Slam. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Yeah. So. I love I like that. that I'm with stuff. I like that kind of stuff. When it's my favorite wrestler, I like it. <laughs> I'm not. I'll, I'll show my bias. All right, the best group, faction, stable, or trio. Oh, an easy one for me. Uh, there's only it, really two that I even liked. Uh, and again, uh, this is just me, like mainly just watching a lot of AEW and WWE, and not much else. Um, but it, it was a two horse race for me, and there was a clear winner. But I'm gonna. I'll, I'll let. I'll let you. Uh, I. I mean, it's easy. I think everyone's expecting Judgment Day or Bloodline to be the pick here. That's to me, the to me, I think that I got stale. I love see Judgment Day for me is cool because every single member of Judgment Day I like. Judgment Day is my pick, but go ahead. Yeah, so I will probably fall on the Judgment Day. I threw in House of Black just because I think they're entertaining. Um, but for me, and they only became a stale slash trio. Recent, uh, but they're like kind of like two guys and a manager, but are but now they're tag team champs. The acclaimed. Uh, I think the acclaimed cooled off a lot this year. Like, when was the yeah. last time you saw them? I know they're doing an injury. Angle, well, they were but... doing they were doing the thing with uh, where MJF, where they were trying to recruit MJF when he needed a yeah. partner. Oh, they're the always devil, fun. I love. Then the like, devil attacked them, but the acclaimed's great. Uh, I thought they had a better 2022 than a 2023. Oh, Bullet Club Gold is good too. They made me care about Juice Robinson. I and the guns, dude. The guns had a great 2023. The guns are uh, somebody I meant to bring up in most improved, and I forgot. Yeah, and they, you're they right. should have been high up there. They they've got it. They 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 they, they show Jay White's so good, dude. I don't would all right. So I'll do this. I'll I'll toss the acclaimed Bullet Club Gold versus Judgment Day. Uh, Judgment Day all day for me. All right, fuck it. Judgment Day wins. Mommy's always and, 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 and Mommy's the, always on top. And that's another thing. Like it's a it's a and they always joke like, oh, Damien says I'm the leader. Everybody says they're the leader. Everybody knows where he's the damn leader. Yeah, Everybody mommy's on top. It. And and it's a woman that's the uh, the a leader of a, a major stable. And people are like, well, yeah, of course she is. Of course she's this fucking leader. Like, Are you crazy? That, that's awesome. That's that's <laughs> awesome. You're right. Judgment Day is sick. <laughs> all are, right are they, are they a little are they a, a smidge overexposed yes but and, and I, do the the whole r-truth thing right now where they're just inserting the sammy's bloodline thing into judgment day oh, but the r-truth truth it's incredible. good it's good it's incredible of course you're not kicked out of the judgment day r-truth doesn't make the calls here <laughs> so good it's did you so see the good. photo r-truth just posted today i did not but it, it's the classic photo of the wrong. nwo and our truth with his NWO shirt in the group photo, like he was part of them. <laughs> the one thing I was a little disappointed with with that match with JD McDonough is the announcers just completely no selled our truth through and doing uh, John Cena spots. Yeah, because it's his boyhood hero that he's older than. Yeah, here's a here's a question. Everyone talks about who should be like, uh, like a future champ, a, a world, a, a, a IC champ, or this champ. 
I think before his career is done, they got to put a solo, an actual championship on our truth and let him rock with it for a couple I, months. He's been the U.S. champion before. I know, but now, like after he's done yeah. all of his work and he's getting close to his end, like honestly, I think it'd be hilarious if he's the one that dethroned Guther. No, because our truth no. can work. He's a good worker. He's good. He's also like fifty. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's probably but, still, he's he's still probably better I, in the ring. I don't think the comedy guys need titles. Uh, I understand they can go. Um, Orange I mean, Cassidy needs to be a world champion. He be, like he's been more serious this year than ever before. Yeah, he's really yeah he has turned it on. Did you did you see the promo he just cut this week though? Uh, I caught Rock a bit Romero. of it. Yeah. Rock yeah. was like, you know, I just lost my championship, and I I would love to have gold and travel the world. He goes, fine, next week, and he walks away. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it's great. Yeah, it, it's great. No, it, um, I love Orange Cassidy. Yeah, um, for sure. Biggest heel in professional wrestling. Is it? Is it Dom? Is it Dom? Dom? Dom. No, it, I. I I'm Cage. with it. Christian Cage or Dom? Christian's my number two. Dom's my number one. Roman's my number three. I. I yeah, I'll leave this one up to you. I I I I think it's either Christian or Dom, and I might lean Christian. But if you feel strong one or the other, that's the that's the pick. Shit, shit. Because I think Christian's a little more like people. I mean, they they all get it. Like they all are in on the joke, but because yeah. we're, we're we're in a post kayfabe world. But I Did think you see the trailer of the photo of the Von Erichs will be on Raw. Uh, yeah, speaking of Christian Cage, like <laughs> yeah, um. Again, Ooh, he, he's got Tony Khan for firing Punk. Is Tony Khan the biggest heel? He was afraid for his life. He was afraid for his life. It's Dom. Dom's our first two-time winner. Dom's okay. winner. It, that, no, no complaints here. Now here's the thing. This is where it gets a little choppy. All right. Baby face of the year. And why is it Cody Rhodes? Cody's my number four. Okay. All right. My number one. Number three. All right. My number one. Well, I'll, I'll go backwards. My number three is Orange Cassidy. Very good babyface, yes. My number two is MJF, which is crazy that we're calling MJF a yeah. babyface in 2023. I always, I'm, all, I'm always a little reluctant because he's so much better as a heel. Like I, yeah. I, I thought it would go better. I, he's I, Piper. I, he, he's Piper. It, whatever role you put yeah. him in, he can get it done. But they're not. I think he's getting it done a little better as a babyface. Number one. And I think it's a clear winner. Sammy. Yeah. Again, going back to the beginning of the year. Yeah. Nobody had that kind of momentum. That that's yep. a good call. That's a good Sammy. Call. I think Sammy was your clear guy that like sold t-shirts, did the whole nine, did comedy, mm -hmm. but then turned his comedy into serious and actually made you feel emotion. Yeah. I will say that, that, that's thing. a good call. That's a good call. Yeah. But it's fun to say that MJF is in the running for yeah, maybe right? of the year. That's a fun It reminds thing. me of the old days of like PWI. They did they would do their year end awards. And there was one year, like, 93, I think, where Jerry Lawler was, like, most hated. That was, like, their heel of the year. Yeah. And then he finished second for most popular. Ooh, or Steven Chambers says second. L.A. Knight is baby. L.A. Knight was where I – L.A. Knight would probably be – I will say this. L.A. Knight had a smidge. Here's where I will say L.A. Knight. I don't give the L.A. Knight like that. I know he's a top merch seller. L.A. Knight's run is this. Sami Zayn carried a story where the – like, people were, like, legitimately like, yo, Sami's beating Roman. LA Knight got popular and everyone's like, there's no chance this is actually happening. 
Like, there's no chance LA Knight's beating this guy. You know what I mean? That's why, like, I don't, I don't think people really said, like, clamored that LA Knight was going to be the guy to beat Roman Reigns. I think he's entertaining. I think people like to say his catchphrase because it's easy and they can spell it because they're wrestling fans. He'll tell he's out. You like that? Um, but it's, it's. I don't think he's Sammy level or MJF level. I think he's got the potential to be. I think he's the guy. I do too. Yeah. He, he's got more star potential than Sammy, even though Sammy is is the guy. Sammy's Brian Danielson has been that Brian Danielson mold, uh, or that um, like we're talking about Mick Foley, like the guy just people genuinely like. L.A. Knight's got that Cena potential. L.A. Knight's got that that kind of rock Steve Austin potential if you do it right. The the problem L.A. Knight's running into is ever since he lost to Roman, uh, Samir has come out of that balloon a little bit. This next one is going to be a bigger list for me. All right. And we're getting an hour 20, so we got to speed round. We don't have to to speed it up. We'll just have some fun here. Best on the mic slash promo. It's a two-horse race, I think. See, I don't know. I, I, I think there's a lot here. All right. Obviously, when you think best on the mic, the two people that come to your mind in professional wrestling right now is CM Punk and MJF. Correct. Right, that's your two horse race, but I think there's I think Adam Cole during his promo battles with MJF sold a good promo. That Adam Cole brought it to the table enough on a mic level that made people care about him and MJF to a point where it carried a story. Yeah, Christian Cage Christian killed some be, great promos this Christian year. Christian would probably be number three for me. And then on the WWE side. I mean, this guy broke Nick Aldis his first week in the company, Kevin Owens. Did you see yeah. that promo? Yeah, Kevin. Kevin with the, with the brain, with the eye. He goes, "Look at this idiot! I'm going to make him look like that." <laughs> like Kevin Owens He's never disappoints in a backstage promo. And Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn's promos in backstage was the reason people watched WWE Weekly for the Bloodline thing. I think a lot of the stuff that really got Sami over was in 2022, though. Yeah, probably. No, you're right. You're right. So, so it's a two horse race. MJF, it's two horse, race. It's two horse, two horse race. MJF, yeah. CM Punk. Uh, I think people tune MJ- in each week to see both them talking to microphone. Yeah. Um, I would be more likely to give the nod to MJF just because he was around more. Okay. Where uh, Ricky, uh, low key Ricky Starks can go on the mic too. Yes. Ricky Starks is Ricky a big Starks one. is very good as well. Uh, and Ricky Starks is a guy who kind of, Bested uh, MJF one on one. If you remember, uh, dude, Ricky Starks without even trying destroyed Jericho and Kenny. Yeah, great promo, idiots, and walked away like you're like you, they sucked that promo. That promo was yeah. great name, great name. I hope that makes a T-shirt. Like he's just like <laughs> you. You talked about you talked about um, Ricky Starks will be in WWE. You talked about MJF having, You talked about MJF having some bad luck. Ricky Starks would have been in the discussion for feud of the year with punk and then then if if timeless tony storm has done more commentary than two nights i would have put her for commentary of the year (laughs) dude those close-ups it kills me every time she's phenomenal it's more about her mannerisms and her just really inhabiting that character than like the the mic work but the the mic work is good too yeah Uh, yeah, ricky starks is up there but uh i'm gonna give a nod to mjf just because how many promos is punk done this year like five yeah they're all I agree. MJF. they're all good except for the one overall but um yeah tag team of the year remember tag team 
this is a rough year for tag teams. Yeah. The end. yeah, the end of the year was tough for tag teams. I got three. Uh, Kevin and Sammy is the first first one that jumps to mind for me. They weren't on my list, but they they you 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 made a point for them in, in a lot of these other categories, so they'll probably be there. Cole MJF. Yeah, yeah, they're FTR. FTR perennially on the list. But who did FTR probably had the best feud with in 2023? The Bucks, like the Guns. Twenty two, the Brit. Didn't uh, they do? Wasn't wasn't the Briscoe twenty two? Jay was that twenty two? Jay died in January, I think, or February. I could have sworn that was. I think it was final battle. I think their blow off was final battle. I could have sworn that was twenty. He did die January twenty three. You're right. So Briscoes are out. My bad. Um, yeah, FTR. FTR is always going to be up there. Yeah. Um. Again, I, I, they were, they were. In but wait a second, time. before we get crazy here and just say FTR, Cole and Adam, Adam Cole and MJF, they're good, they're good, killed uh, it. They did, they did, they did a great job in pre-show ooh, matches. Ooh, ooh, what are they called? ABC. ABC. Yeah. I don't hate um, that either. I don't hate that. I, I, I kind of have to if if they're in two of my top five matches, even irrespective of being a tag team or not. I gotta kind of pound the table a little bit for Kevin and Sammy. Uh, it it did taper off, and the match where they lost the title to the to uh, Judgment Day was really good too, yeah. even though they were wearing Penguins jerseys and turned heel. Um, <laughs> they they would be my pick, but uh, I Cole, can't, all right. So we're between Cole and MJF and and Sammy and Kevin. Yeah, and I love all four of these guys. Uh, tiebreaker, Lily. Uh, I'm gonna go with the obvious. So sorry. I'm gonna go with the obvious one here. Um, yeah, MJF and Uncle. Better than you, baby. You go, yeah. Tag team of the year. All right. Appreciate that. I, I I don't I don't hate Sammy and Kevin at all. Um, men's competing. Men's competing. We're, so we're not gonna put titles on anybody or anything like that because some people are nine by nine binary, but. They compete in a women's division or a men's division. That's just the world of wrestling we live in right now. So men's competing wrestler of the year. Now we have a little bit of disparity on how we're doing this. So we have I'm men, coming around. I think we're gonna do it the same men's way. Men's competing, women's competing, and overall. So I think wrestler of the year is someone who just goes out there and has matches like match match qualities through the roof. Overall, mm-hmm. is you're an overall package, like you are right. out there and you're just a monster. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I had to add someone to my overall list that I didn't put, and that's super disrespectful. So wrestler of the year, men competing. I want to throw my number three out there. And I, I maybe this is disqualifies him a little bit because we are talking mainstream. Speedball Mike Bailey. Yeah, I mean, impact is, is pretty... Impact is the number three promotion in yeah, but in, I th- the the, the people States. just I mean he had the Osprey match, but at the end of the day, Osprey is the reason people tuned in because Osprey is Osprey, yeah, and yeah. help help Mike Bailey get on that list because of it. But if you watch and you're an independent wrestling fan, Mike Bailey is everywhere and he's yeah, yeah. killing it and Prolific. he's killing it everywhere Very he goes. Prolific. Um, also on my list, Osprey is there 
And then my number three, when it comes to just work rate, where this guy's everywhere and he's killing it and he's all over the place and just doesn't stop, even though when he's supposed to be on vacation and the locker room explodes and he comes back to save the locker room, it's hard not to say John Moxley. Yeah, if, you, if you're into that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, and, and when you're talking about like match quality and things like that, it's, it's always going to be very subjective. It's always going to be very much uh, flavored by your flavor of wrestling and what you like. Um, so my my taste might be a little more toward the mat and grappling side of things. So I, I am always going to throw a bone to um, the perennial wrestler of the year, uh, the wrestler of his generation, one of the, maybe the greatest of all time. Uh, I always got to throw that Brian Dale bone out there. Um, and... Like a guy. Spent like a, a lot of this year hurt, though. Spent a lot of every year hurt. Um, and yeah, that's why he's not going to be my number one. But again, he was in one of your matches of the year, and I had a match that was completely separate. I liked his match with Okada, even though you know people. I think that match, the expectations were so high that anything. Oh, I don't think. I don't think Brian. I don't think Danielson was the problem in that match at all. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, Danielson's um, Danielson. He's great. Also, moment of the year for me, uh, a dark horse for that would have been that match in the beginning of Brian Danielson coming out to the final countdown. Where if you're oh. an old school Ring of Honor fan, if you're if you're an old school Ring of Honor fan, that was that was special. Yeah, that was special. Um, but for me, and again, this is going to really say more about the type of wrestling I enjoy, I think, than anything. I just want to say real quick, kind of go back to moment of the year. And I feel bad that we did this as two white dudes sitting in a room, but Bad Bunny at Backlash. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a big moment. Even Back, though we have no Backlash. idea any of the lyrics of those songs, <laughs> that's not Back, our type Backlash. of music. Backlash, I should have mentioned more for show of the year. That was yeah, Backlash show. is really good. I, was it was said in the show. chat. Kai said it. Backlash was a fantastic and show. It should have been between Bad Bunny and Logan Paul. I mean, those are two top tier non wrestlers who wrestle like and yeah. are good at it and and yeah. get it. Uh, yeah, bad buddy. I kind of like what they're doing with Logan Paul too, where he does the promos on the screen, talking shit yeah, about everybody. Like great. it's good. It's good. And I, I think you're going to see him in LA Night at WrestleMania. That's that's a that's a prediction for me. Yeah. Um, but my guy is uh, Seth Rollins. We should throw a, bo a bone to um, Seth Rollins has been consistently pretty good all year. Uh, but for me, again, my flavor of wrestling, two of my maybe five or six favorite matches of the year, it's Gunther for me. It's it's Gunther. Gunther is my uh, work rate wrestler of the year, uh, men's division. Mm. But I'm open to other ideas. I have Gunther in my overall, so okay. I'll, I will I will put him to men's of the year. Gunther, Gunther, Gunther wins. Men, uh, well, men's uh, I I I I understand what everybody said. For me, and he's not the same build. Um, but he's got that Vader vibe of this is just a guy who's going to come in and beat somebody's ass, and mm -hmm. you take him seriously as a threat. Uh, women's competing of the year. My number three, I have Becky. Yeah. Well, shouldn't she be in the men's? She is. She is the man, but she's in. She uh, number two, strictly on her on camera stuff because she didn't have a lot of matches to put talk about because she's killing everybody and they're just booking her that way. But Rhea. Yeah, but number one, 
and it's super cool. Or even I'm even saying this name because this is a name that at one point in time was going to be retired, then was fired, then was brought in. Unfortunately, she's working for a company that doesn't get seen a lot, but I think women's wrestler of the year is Athena. Yeah, I, I wish I saw more of her. Um, if we're talking work rate, I'm good with that. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm good with that. Uh, and uh, I don't, honorable, I don't, know, I don't mention know enough too. about I don't know enough yeah, about Yeah, unfortunately, this I got to plead ignorance on it. Yeah, we're, we're definitely stardom. We will, we will work on for 2024. Uh, another name that I could throw out there, and I wasn't trying to be biased and say it just because we've worked with her and she's super nice and we would consider ourselves friends with her. Willow. Yeah. Owen Hart Cup this year. Um, beat Mercedes Monet, unfortunately, because of an injury, but yeah. still went out. Her and Athena had the first ever women's match main event in ROH pay-per-view. Uh, probably one of the best women's matches ever done. Like, it was that good. It's talked about as one of the best women's matches ever done in the industry. Um, and then also top five, he's right, Masha Slamovich. Yeah, first, a lot of first woman to. Well, but here's the thing: we can't really count DCW as mainstream because that's more independent. But the first woman to ever choke out Nick Gage cold and win the GCW yeah. World Championship as a woman, um, tag team champions this year had tons of titles uh, to compete for. And MT Ultra is a fun tag team. Yeah, a fun tag team. But the winner goes to Athena. Right? Yeah. We agree. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for sure overall wrestler of the year i already took gunther off my list yeah because we put him on the other one so seth is is on my list he's up there um danielson and, is on my yeah, list yeah but again i i, I do agree with the you, know, you got to be healthy yeah but my overall i think when it comes to overall when it talks about in-ring storylines promo send them out to kiss babies and shake hands and be that spokesperson for your company and just overall dominate the industry of professional wrestling, man or woman, they, them, whatever your job is, is to take that role and be the overall best person in professional wrestling in 2023. He's better than you and he knows it. It's MJF. He's the overall package this year in 2023. He it, carried the company on his back. Yeah. He's, 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 he's transcending himself outside of wrestling. He's, he's already done Hollywood or even though all of his stuff got cut, um, yeah. but like he's, he's, he's there. It's, it's, it's hard to argue with that one. And it's hard to imagine that company without him right now. If they didn't have MJF, they would be in trouble. Yeah. When you think of an MVP in the team is when your quarterback is not on the game, you lose the game. Like that's your MVP of your team. The MJF only, is the MVP of the AEW only person I got to throw a consideration. Maybe it's my second place is because I think she, she has really arrived this year. And I, I, she was my, she was my lights out pick for if it, if it was like an overall women, women's division person of the year. Um, but I, I definitely agree with like in the ring, Athena has been on another level, but Rhea Ripley has found herself this year. And is a star. All that potential. she's so good. They don't know who to put her against. Yeah, all all that potential that people thought Rhea Ripley had for all these years is finally coming together. She has, she has made it all click this year. Do you want to do uh, overall, and we'll put MJF and Rhea Ripley in there, and do a men? Yeah, and women? Want, yeah, yeah. If you want to split I'm cool it, with that. yeah, MJF men's Rhea Ripley women's because yeah, they. They have in no in in men's wrestling, women's wrestling, they have really stood head and shoulders above everybody else as a complete package. Yeah, yeah, I I totally agree. Uh, thank you guys. We we were gonna try to get this done within an hour, but 
it's our first time back. We're excited. I think I just deleted a lot of people's TikTok, uh, Twitter. I'm sorry. I, 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 I have a problem when I'm going in StreamYard when I'm doing these scrollers. I delete ones I'm not supposed to. Uh, so sorry, Ben Frank Connection. Uh, real quick, let's plug them real quick. The Ben Frank Frank Connection, uh, we're a partner with, with the Opinion City Podcast. So the ABJ and the Ben Frank Connection was joining. Uh, actually, ABJ and the Opinion City Podcast are joining forces and, and created the Ben Frank Connection. People say, what's that for? Um, two of us are from Pennsylvania. One of them is from New Jersey. What brings us together? The Ben Franklin Bridge. That's the name. That's the reason for it. It's not just open to people in our north. Any podcaster can join our network if you're good enough. Sorry, I'm saying it. We're not just opening the door for anybody. If you're a fucking jabroni, hit the bricks, kid. But that's go, our go to the Commodore Barry Express. Yeah, yeah. Go go down go down the fucking go down to the next bridge. But uh the next would be the Walt Whitman, but whatever. Yeah, Walt Whitman. Go down to there. Um, but anyway, thank you guys. Uh we are back, tornado tag every Thursday, 8 45, 9 o'clock ish. We'll be here. If there's nights where we have to do it, we will we will let you know if we have to move it to a different day. But we are back. Very excited to do this. You can check out BP uh, doing backstage and work at PPW as well as Sanctuary. Um, as uh, And I'll let him plug his stuff as well. But I'm also just putting out there. You'll see us both at uh, AXW Wrestling this Saturday at Hamburg Fieldhouse. All of my stuff and links are below if, if you want to support ABJ, T-shirt, merchandise, the whole nine. If you want to get your Terminator tag T-shirt to support us, that's there as well. BP, anything else you want to plug it out, let people know where you're at? Uh, yeah, currently on hiatus, but I still have uh, – we have 170-plus episodes of Murder, My Dude. You can find wherever uh, you listen to your podcast. Spotify, I guess, is the one they really want you to push these days. But wherever you find your podcast, you can find Murder, My Dude. We'll be back uh, with new ones really soon. And like you said, we'll see every hopefully see some of you at Hamburg on Saturday. Uh, hopefully see some of you in Slatington on January 13th um, with PPW. It's going to be some, some fun stuff there. And, and and one of the things we're going to take pride on this next I'm show I'm off on the 13th. There you go. Um, I might be there. One of the things I take pride on on this show is uh, we just put out the poster today. Uh, there's no ex-WWE guys. There's no... Uh, as seen on AEW. I mean, we have VSK, but VSK is a PPW guy. Yeah. VSK is one of us. Uh, Wrecking Ball Ligurski is an NWA guy, but he's one of us. Um, it is a kind of breath of fresh air in PPW where these last like year or so we have, they have really. Um, you're building your roster. You're, you're they, telling story what your roster and not who have, comes in from the outside. I mean, we do. And, and it's not like there's not people like Enzo was there last month and we had um, Renee Michelle and the Rock and Roll Express were in over the summer, but it is, they are the. They are the garnish uh, to the, um, the they're the accent and uh, it's a it's a really fun locker room. It's a really talented group of um, men and women and, and and they're doing a great job. And just announced to come to the show next in, in the thirteenth. Also out right now on the podcast, Journey Burke. Yeah, Go check out Journey Burke. Uh, yeah, episode she- just dropped. Actually, it probably didn't. I don't know if I ever did it. Uh, did not drop. It's gonna drop right after this. Sorry, guys. Samira is out. Uh, right now, huh? Uh, it did on the audio side. It did not drop on the video side because I didn't make it public. <laughs> um, but people got to watch the audio, listen to the audio on YouTube. So that's exciting. So that's out literally as soon as we hit end stream, Samira will be out. So if you want to go check out the latest episode of uh, ABJ podcast with Samira, it will be available right 
now. Uh, we'll, we'll see you guys then. We'll be back next Thursday. Check out the rest of the content. Five questions with ABJ podcast, ABJ podcast, murder my dude. We're all here. We're doing cool things and we're back, baby. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>